Hey ladies, welcome to the podcast this week. I want to talk a little about prayer and connecting with God and why we do that and how we do that and what that could mean for you. Before I start the episode, I want to ask you, if you have not yet reviewed this podcast, it would be so awesome. That's the best way you can thank me is just to go into iTunes and click five stars and write a quick review because that is what helps iTunes get it scooted up, get it those keywords working so that other women can find this place of support. I have had several women just in the past month that said, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I just found it and it's helping me so much. I am binging it on my walks. I've listened to you for the past three weeks and I am so honored that that's happening. And I know that's happening because of the reviews because of the keywords, because all of you are having some sort of desire to make changes as it relates to your life, especially related to drinking. So if you are one of those that is already appreciating the podcast and you haven't had a chance to write a review, please do that. And if you're brand new here, thank you so much. Listen to a few. I hope it supports you and helps you. And you go in and write a review so more and more people can hear it. So I look forward to connecting with you soon. And as always, if there's any support that you feel that you're ready for and you're just tired of the same old, same old, staying stuck, thinking that the only way was AA or going to some other meetings all the time or rehab, you may be in a place where you think that's your only options. Well, depending on where you're sitting right now, more than likely, if you're here and you found this and you are a high achieving woman who is doing life, taking care of kids or your kids are grown, working a business, building your future relationship with your partner or inside of a long term marriage, but you definitely feel stuck and you know you need support and you've been drinking for a while, like you're someone who... You've been drinking for a while. You can kind of feel like you might be keeping it in check, but it's overtaking you as well. You're thinking, well, I'm not that bad. I don't drive drunk or I'm not that bad. I haven't, you know, gotten trouble or got caught doing anything. I'm not that bad because, you know, my life isn't ruined and I haven't lost my job. But yet you're struggling and you're drinking way too much. You're over drinking. You're drinking almost daily or you're hanging on by a thread throughout the week and then you just lose it and binge drink on the weekends because you just can't handle the stress and anxiety of the day-to-day -day life. If that sounds familiar, oh, and let me throw this in too. Are you waking up at 3 a.m.? Is your heart racing? Are you just having thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I said I wasn't gonna drink today? <sighs> you're in the right place because I felt and experienced all of that. And here I am over four years alcohol-free and I can help you do the same. And I'm not just alcohol free. I am loving my life. I have a closer relationship with the Lord. I'm living in full alignment with my values. And I'm continuing to walk through this journey called life, feeling the feels that I used to stuff down and dealing with the hard stuff. But it is the most freeing, amazing thing to realize that I was the one who was keeping myself stuck. So I have the key to freedom. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you soon. 
Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, ladies, this is just something that's been on my heart because as a believer, it's important to me that I continue growing my relationship with God. He is our friend. He is our creator. And we have to take time to spend with him. And it's not because we're told to or we have to, although he does ask that of us, but I want to want to. And I know that some of you are in a place right now where maybe you don't feel worthy. Maybe you feel like you have been praying, but your prayers hit the wall and bounce back or it feels just dead. Like it feels like nothing's happening. You feel no connection. You could even be sober, but feel super numb as it relates to your faith. Well, I know that feeling and I've been there and there's a lot of you that may feel that way, especially if you're inside of this journey of drinking as well. I felt it big time then, but I still sometimes feel it now. There's times where... I'm just not sure that I feel like he's hearing me, but I know that he is because he says he is. And he wants us to draw near to him. He is always there. He is whispering over us, wake up, daughter, first thing in the morning. I'm here. I love you. You are worthy. Okay. But if you want to cultivate more of a relationship with him and you really want to see movement in your life and him working inside of you, then I believe that part of that is a prayer life. And some of you may have experienced different versions of prayer throughout your life or different rules around prayer as it relates to, depending on what denomination that you have grown up in. Was it very step-by-step? Was it ritualistic? (laughs) That's like a really hard word to say. Was it regimented? Was it like vows and these and all these things. Well, let me just tell you, this is my belief and you can take it or leave it. I just, I just believe God wants us to talk to him. He already knows what we're thinking. He already knows who we are. He's the one that created us. He designed us before he even put us in the womb, right? So he knows, he knows everything. He just wants us to hang out with him, talk to him, praise him, love him, get to know him more, and he wants to move in our lives, okay? So here's just some simple ideas for you that I wanted to share of how you can do that. And then I'm going to break down even sort of like a process, if you will, or a guideline that may help you pray if you've just said, you know what, I grew up in a church where I didn't really realize I was talking to God or really praying. I was just told to do these steps, one, two, three, 
Or you may be someone that's just totally new to this. You're curious. You believe there's a God, but you're not really sure, like, what does that mean to you and how do you connect to him? And you might want to just see how all this works. I think this would help you as well. Okay, so just just hang in there and listen up. So the first thing I want to share with y'all is get a prayer list, like a create one. What does that look like for you? And you know, when people say, hey, will you pray for me? Or you just see something that's just hurts your heart and you want to pray. You can keep a list of it and keep it sort of in your in your view, whether it is a journal, it's a sticky note on your desk, you have notes on your phone, you put sticky notes in your closet. There's so many different ways that you can keep up with it. And it's for a couple of reasons. I think it's cool to keep up with our prayers because there's a time when we can look back and see the what God did, right? Sometimes there's times where we pray and we may not ever see what we think we could see or should see in this lifetime. And that's okay too, because we will know in heaven when we get there, right? But I think that's part of the reason. And the other part is just to keep it present, to keep it present in mind. We're very busy. We know we've got a lot of information coming at us on a regular basis, a lot of phones, TV, real people, our jobs, and it can easily get us off track. So if we have something we can look at, even if we just look at it and say, and you get 50 things on there, maybe you've, do, you've been doing this a couple of months and you've got a bunch of different people, circumstances, things about our world, our leaders, you know, big injustices in the world that just rip your heart out have them on there. God knows. And you can say, Lord, I just pray over this list that I have. You see what's here. You can call out some specific things if you want to. I just think that's really, really helpful for you. Okay. The next thing is just keep it simple. Let's not be so consumed with some sort of idea that you think prayer is supposed to look like. Honestly, the majority of my prayers are very much on the go. Okay. There's times where I do get really quiet, and I talk to God on my knees, sitting in the floor, crisscrossed, laying on my bed. There are those times, and I think those are important. But I think that we have an idea that that's the way it has to always be, or we're not going to do it. If we believe we always have to be on our knees, or we always have to be this like quiet, reserved thing or situation, we're not going to pray as consistent because how often do we truly get moments for that, right? So what if you just talk to him? He is your friend. He says it. What if we just talk when we're coming, when we're going, when we're waking up, when we're going to bed, when I'm at the salon right before my clients, when I'm driving down the road, anytime you get the opportunity to just have a little chat with him, okay? And also, For those of you who are really into scheduling and this is important to you, then schedule a time. It doesn't have to be framed out, but you can schedule. Say, you know what? I'm going to spend five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night just praying. Whatever my list has on it, maybe someone asked me something today or maybe I'm struggling or, hey, I just want to talk to God and see, see what's up, see what he can share with me, right? And then... Here's how I want to give you an outline. I think this will be super helpful if you write it down, okay? So if you get a chance to do that, whether you're driving right now, go back to this part in the episode if you can. And I want you to write this down because this will help you. 
You want to start with praise and thanksgiving. Ask for God's will in your life. Express your needs and pray for others. Seek forgiveness or for any unresolved sin. Ask for help with temptation to take the desires to wet away and close with praise. This is the framework from the prayer that Jesus prayed. And this is how it goes. And I'm going to say it again for you. And I'm only giving you this guideline because I have actually had specific people say, well, I don't know how to pray. Like I've never really done it. So I'm going to go back through it again. And I'm going to just kind of add a little bit of my take on it. Okay. It says, start with praise and thanksgiving. Just really praise the Lord. Say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) I'm so grateful for my family and my health. And thank you for creating me and protecting me and watching over me and all these things, right? Then ask for his will. Just, hey, whatever you want for me today, what does that look like, Lord? How do you want me to serve today? Whose life can I touch today? Bring someone into my sphere of influence that really needs some love and show me how to give it to them. Okay? The next thing, express your needs and pray for others. This is where you can use that list. Praying for people who are sick. Praying for health, someone's surgery, praying for things that are happening in the world that is just breaking your heart. And then your needs, like, hey, I'm really struggling over here, Lord. You know, as it relates to this community in particular, say, you know, be honest. He knows you're struggling with drinking. It's okay. He already sees you. Beyonce, I just really need some help with this. I'm working through it. I'm struggling. Will you just help me? Will you help me use the tools that Michelle's giving me? Will you help me learn more about myself? Will you help me stop and pause and not react so quickly and guide me and lead me to what I need to do and how I need to do it, right? Then you want to go to seek forgiveness for any unresolved sin. Now, this is completely personal. Any personal conviction that you may have inside of your heart where you just need to ask for forgiveness, like, hey, I really royally treated my kids like crap. Lord, please forgive me for that. On another note, it's very important as as parents if we go in and we apologize to our children too. Now, that doesn't mean that you're wrong for parenting. It may be an apology where you have to say, listen, what you did today was unacceptable in your behavior, and I was out of line with how I handled it. So I want you to know there's still a consequence for your behavior my child, whoever you're talking to. But I just want you to know that I apologize for yelling at you, cussing, whatever it is, okay? And just talk to God about that. Just really sit with like what's going on in your life that you feel like you need to seek forgiveness for, okay? Then ask for help with temptation or desire. This is huge for us, right? We're going to be tempted. It's, it's harder and harder as we live in this world. Like I said, with technology and all this information coming in and whether it's temptation to overspend because you feel like you need something to make you feel better, the temptation to overdrink, the temptation to reach out and message someone from high school on Facebook, whatever that looks like for you, is, there's temptations that are happening inside of you that you know that you don't want to walk down that path and you need help with. Just ask and then close with praise again. Just celebrate who he is, what he is doing, and just praise him for whatever you want to praise him for. Okay, I hope that that helps. 
And I want you to just really sit down and answer these questions as well. If you have, this is one of those that if you do have time to get your notes out and write down, this is going to really help you. Because I know that we can have the desire, well, yeah, I do want to pray more. Yeah, I want to get to, God, get to know God more and all this. But we keep moving. I get it. I've done it. I still do it. We're human. You're going about your day. You think about things that you want to do or ways you want to grow. But then you just keep getting busy and then nothing changes. Well, if you want something to change, you have to shift and do something different and take action in a different way. So that's what I'm here for, to help you and guide you where you can do that. And I'm here to support you and cheer you on, but you have to take the action. This is on you. So I want you to answer these questions. Why do you even want to pray anyway? How do I feel when I pray? And is prayer helpful for me? What is my intention in setting up and creating a prayer time? Just sit with that. Say, why do I even want to pray? Like, where's this desire coming from? Is it coming from the fact that I do want to get to know God? Do I feel like I have to? Do I feel like there's some rule around it? When I do pray, how do I feel? Do I feel like it's helpful? And what is my intention here? Like, what is my intention for setting up this prayer time and in this prayer list? What is it that I really want to see happen in my life, in the lives of the people that I'm praying for, in my relationship with the Lord? Okay? So I hope this helped you. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I am totally available. You may hear that and go, oh, she's probably busy. She's got so much going on with this podcast. I do have a lot going on, but I'm never too busy to respond to you. Okay. So you can DM me on Instagram. I don't spend a ton of time over there. Or you can email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Okay. Any questions, any desire for support, any suggestions that you would like to hear moving forward on the podcast, I'm always open to that. If there's something that maybe you're struggling with and you just say, man, I haven't heard her talk about this, email me and I will do my best to create an episode, do some research and put it out there because I guarantee you if this is something you're dealing with, so is someone else. Okay. So until next time, ladies, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.